Hello, and welcome back to Pondering Puton, a manga podcast where our sense of self is constantly shifting. I am me, and I'm here with my co-host, another person. Today we're continuing to I'm debrief the me. Dad Rock Quiz for now. Uh, today we're continuing to debrief the Dad Rock Quiz from Chapter 6 of Cromartie High School. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I'll say, what's really messed up, um, you might remember that I really wasn't happy with getting Fleetwood Mac last time. Uh, yeah. Again, nothing against Fleetwood Mac. Uh, I They've got some some great albums, um, especially when they got into like dance music in the 80s. Yeah. Um, that's really the high point. Um, but it just wasn't like it didn't feel right. Yeah. So it's not that you were against Fleetwood Mac. It is that you looked at the list of other songs and you were like, other ones here seem to actually represent me better. Um, right. Exactly. And I identified the, more. The purpose of this is ostensibly to like provide for us the song that is supposed to represent us. So that was right. there was a failure either of the quiz itself or of some way in which you were interpreting the quiz. Right. Um, and si- like since then, uh, my sense of self has just been like completely untethered. Um, yeah. And so I was hoping that, t- yeah, I was hoping that today I could reconstitute that um, by returning to the dad rock quiz. Okay. Um, and like discussing the, um, the like results and then also perhaps dad rock itself. Um, so, but what was really distressing is, uh, I had forgotten the, um, the other options. So I pulled up the dad rock quiz yeah. and I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck this. Like, let me just click randomly to get through this so I can see like all of the options again. Yeah. And I got the chain by Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> so now, when I, when I answered intentionally, I got the chain by Fleetwood Mac. And just now again, when I was like, just choosing quote unquote at random, I I also like got the chain by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Um. So I'm really upset. No. Uh, especially since the one thing I'll add is this is like the, this is like less common then like this is 7% of respondents get this result. So it's not even like what you were here, which is 21% where the chance of getting it like it is apparently higher. Yes. This is like 7%. So the fact that I got it twice is like, it's I'm trying to reckon with this right now. Yeah. Well, and so the other thing too, um, we didn't have to my knowledge that, if you listen to this podcast and you did the the quiz, please uh, go to the Abnormal Mapping Discord um, and and post your results there. We're, we're very curious to know. Um, I'll put it in the episode description for this one again in case you do want to take it now. But like if you took it previously, um, I'm interested. Um, Autumn, we're, we're, I'm looking at you right now. Yeah, yeah. Autumn specifically said that they were going to do it, and I think they still have not done it, but um, we'll just call them out on this podcast. Um, but also, if you don't want to go and join the Abnormal mas- uh, Mapping... God, Abnormal Mapping Discord. I always want to like get into the, the disc too fast. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, where you would post in the export channel there. Uh, you can also send emails to us at ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. Um, I would just say, like, put Putan in the, the subject line, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, just to make it a little bit easier for me to, like, search for it. Um, thankfully, I don't get a bunch of spam in that account yet. That might change. But so one other person did take this quiz. I know this for a fact. Um, Emily took this quiz. Uh, okay. My wife. Do you? Do you want me to go through the options real quick just so that like people get a a, a sense of what Yeah, she let's said? frame them up cuz I I want to yes. talk about I want to talk about these options. Okay. Um so she said neon pink for hair color to to dye her hair. Um she also chose dancing on my own. So at this point uh Emily and I are are synced up. Um then for uh, the level of dad energy, this is where we start to, to diverge. Uh, Emily is far more of a dad than I am. I'm, I am more the mom in our relationship. Um, and so she said, I like to sit in a recliner with a beer in my hand and fall asleep watching American Pickers. Um, not specifically <laughs> American Pickers, but like she likes this kind of trashy TV and just like being at the end of her day and just sitting there and like, uh, having a drink and uh, just chilling out, watching like some some trashy TV. Um, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, I've seen Emily do that before. Yes. Um, then Lizzo was favorite female pop artist in this list. Um, there are obviously ones that she would put higher, but of that list. Um, then even though this isn't fully true, she felt like the energy of this was true to her. Uh, she did debate. Uh, doing the princess right instead, but she picked, I've never watched a film in my life and I do not plan to start. Um, mostly mm-hmm. because she just, she really does prefer TV. Um, then, uh, so for, for sign, um, Emily is a big believer in your rising sign is actually more important. It's like the one that you should be looking to when you're doing horoscopes and stuff and not your sun sign. Um, so her sun sign is Sagittarius, but her, her rising sign is Virgo. Um, and so she said earth sign cause that's Virgo's an earth sign. Um, then for ideal way to consume potatoes, um, she debated between uh, waffle fries, which is me, and mm-hmm. uh, then curly fries, and she ended up going with that because sometimes they're a little bit soggier than waffle fries, and she kind of likes a soggy fry. Um, no comment. Yeah. Then for musicals, she went with Hamilton. Um, I think she did also debate Jesus Christ Superstar because that's a good one, um, but Hamilton makes sense for her. Um and then for the huge storm coming, it was, uh, this is the one where she's aligned with you, um, which is make the comment, we really needed some rain at least three times. Um, Excellent. And so with that, she gets Lagrange by ZZ Top. No fucking way. Which is the least <laughs> common. It is 3%. So if, if we run through here, just so people get a sense, 21% of people who take this get Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. 19% The Court of the Crimson King by King Crimson, which this is the one that you feel of this list is most to you. Yeah. Uh, 12% Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. 11% Dream On by Aerosmith. I think the worst of the bunch here, if I'm being honest. Um, yep. Just Agreed. personally, if you're a big Aerosmith fan, that's fine. But um, 9% uh, Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. 7%, as we said, is The Chain by Fleetwood Mac. Uh, 6% Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. That song's way too fucking long. Um, it's not that good of a song. 
does not deserve being that The long. dads are coming. Yeah, the dads are coming. They're going to come for us. Uh, now, yeah. tied for 4%, but the one that's listed higher, so presumably slightly more common, uh, like, you know, points, point one difference or something going on here. Uh, Hush by Deep Purple, then Baba O'Reilly by the, Who, uh, by the Who, and then the final one at 3% is Lagrange by ZZ Top. So that's, that's these are the options we have before them. Before us. I, I believe it's pronounced the Lagrange. Lagrange, I guess. This is how I know that you don't listen to ZZ Top. Yeah, I guess so. I, to be honest, <laughs> I've heard that song a lo- many times. Uh, the vocals, really the only vocals that like I ever remember from that song is just the... Because <laughs> mostly it's just... I mean, the, that's pretty much... Mostly it's just mostly the guitar it. song. Like it's mostly yeah. just the, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's that's really amusing because I just don't see. I I feel like that's a that's not the result that I would expect for Emily. <laughs> Um, she did like she didn't know the song and then i played it for her and she like grooved a little bit but yeah i feel like there are other ones here that are more emily too um yeah i feel like at baba o'reilly um i could see yeah um i could see emily being like pink floyd as well um i think the thing with some of these is that they're very long and she's i just don't think she's down for a really long dad rock song. Mm, that's fair. Um, okay, so the other thing about this is, so you were getting into this last time, but like the concept of dad rock is is an interesting one. Yeah, you say um, you say last time we briefly we briefly debriefed after um, last episode. I don't think it made it into the recording, but yeah. So first, I'll say like. This is a particularly, like, I think music criticism often is, like, fails us um, in terms of, like, talking about music. um, Yeah. And, like, naming things and categorizing things. Um, But for them, like, even if it's not ideal, like, oftentimes it's okay. Like, decently functional. Yes. Um. This is a particularly striking, like, instance of, like, a term that is just, uh, to me, like, just not very useful. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of those things where it's, like, it's useful if it's, like, intelligible um, to any, like, substantial, like, group of people. Yeah. Um. Like, I, I don't think that dad rock has any, like, objective validity, obviously. Um, but it, 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 cares, it carries, like, um, evocative utility. Like, it, it, yeah. it has utility in that it can, like, evoke a certain vibe. But also, in it being so purely evocative, it is always going to be, like, highly contingent on both the speaker and the listener. Um to like fully define what that means. Cause this is a th- like today Radiohead is dad rock because so, people who like, like I listened to Radiohead when I was in high school, I'm now old enough to have children. Lots of like dads now listened to Radiohead. And I had like 
a child fairly late compared to some people. So if if you had a kid in your like early twenties and you were listening to Radiohead back when I was in high school as well, like you were in high school, now that's become dad rock to like a, a generation of people. Yeah, and that therein lies the problem for me, where like I think this term is basically just meaningless, actually. Yeah. Um, because I think the like mutual intelligibility is like is not there. Like it's not even useful yeah um so i I wanted to like qualify before we debate like what before we like meaninglessly debate which i want to do um what is and is not dad rock um but like your point is like i agree but i think also like i don't know if people are out there calling like radiohead dad rock like the the era of people who are like using the term dad rock for which like the term dad rock yeah is like like a viable term in talking about music uh i feel like it's the point of reference is like their dads you know what i mean and then it's like so it's more like restrictive because i don't like in the sense of like oh it's music that dads like listen to yeah um then it's like oh yeah it could be nirvana it could be like you know all all different like types of things it's like rock that dads listen to well uh to to like further i have a thing that i i actually grabbed last time just in case it came up um because if you didn't have a plan, I was just going to fully do what we're basically doing now, which is talking about dad rock, which is 40 bands that defined dad rock. I, I will say, before you get into this, yeah. I will pause it. King Crimson is not dad rock. Like, there is not... And this isn't just like, oh, I don't like dad rock, but I like King Crimson. Yeah. So I'm just going to be mad about like someone saying that a thing I like is a thing I don't like. Like... Bruce Springsteen is dad rock. Yes, Bruce, Bruce I, Springsteen I like is like Bruce. the, the most, to me, the iconic image I have in my head of dad rock is Bruce Springsteen. 100%. Like, and I, I like a lot of Bruce Springsteen, um, particularly the River shout out, uh, his best album. Um, but like Bruce Springsteen is 100% dad rock. King Crimson is not dad rock. There's not a single King Crimson album that, like, you can make a case is dad rock. That's just, like, period. <laughs> uh, like, I sorry. Think, I think that there, again, this is, like, the full subjectivity of this. I, I think there's, like, a certain, um, there's, like, a prog dad that exists as an archetype. That I think yeah, the inclusion like, in that is supposed to be getting at. Is like is jazz fusion dad rock? Like, there's like a yeah. there's like the prog dad who listens to like Return to Forever. Like, <laughs> is 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 jazz fusion dad rock? Like, yeah, I don't like. To me, I don't like. To me, dad rock is so like specifically evocative of like that Americana, like yeah, type like Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, like. I think there are kind of two, there are two and they, they overlap and the stuff that, um, feels the most like quintessentially 
Dad Rock falls in this overlap for me. But one is this um, having this like aspect of Americana, Uh, like Americana rock, but also expanding that out or having an overlap where the other thing is like, what is the what is the mainstream? What's the like rock music that is like popular at at like at a time that is vaguely like you know, 20 to 40 years in the past, what's going to be like on the classic rock station? What are they going to play on that station? Um, Yeah. And so I don't think King Crimson, their albums or the band is dad, dad rock, but I could see the argument that the, the specific song of in the quarter of the Crimson King could be. Or like 21st century schizoid man or whatever. Yes. The only one that gets. Cause like, I think part yeah. of the, the, and I think dad rock always carries with it. a certain like tinge of pejorative, even when it is being used affectionately, the affection mm-hmm. comes from the, the slight dig that's occurring with it. Um, and I think some of that is just around like, like to me, dad rock also as a concept is not necessarily listening to a bunch of albums and being really into these bands. It is liking these songs when they come on the radio and cranking the the radio in the car or whatever. Yeah. Classic rock radio or whatever. Yeah. Um, In which case, like, well, I'll, I'll let you, I'll let you continue onto the list. Yeah. I, I just think that this list is interesting because I disagree with a lot of the, the things that are then included here, even as I've put forth this thing. So I'll try to run through this a little bit quickly. Like, how much time do we have? We're we're a good bit in this episode. We're good. We can yeah. we, can we can list forty things. Yeah, we can meander through forty things. Um, so the very first one. This is from Spin. Uh, this article is on okay, Spin. Okay, great. Yes, <laughs> it's forty bands that define dad rock. Uh, it's written by uh, Will Shub, S C H U B E, Shuba maybe. So the very first one is U two. I don't know how much I feel like U2 uh, is dad rock. That's like, that's, uh, I would say that's borderline for me. Um, Joshua Tree. Mm, okay. They Maybe. specifically uh, talk like about the Americana U2 album. They specifically talk about dad's blasting where the streets have no name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joshua Tree is like getting into that territory. Um, but like some of U2's albums, like after and their early albums, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. Yeah. Now the next one is REM. This one just doesn't make sense to me. I, yeah, no. Yeah. REM is not, REM's not dad rock. Dad rock. I, I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. REM is not. No. no uh, way. the Rolling Stones. This one feels like dad rock to me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. This is the like blues rock, like Americana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, wings. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Any, Who even fucking anything cares? like closely related <laughs> to the Beatles is kind of dad rock to me. As Paul McCartney being the most dad rock yes. member of the Beatles. Yes. Um, by far. Now this next one, just like I, I don't even understand how this happens on this list, even with like all of the caveats that we said so far. Tom Waits. No, he's Tom Waits isn't Absolutely even really not. rock. 
Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like you, one of the key words in dad rock is rock. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like Tom Waits has some rock elements and like some rock songs. Yeah. Like, no. And it, it's not dad rock. Um, Tom Petty. Yes. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, the Flaming Lips. This just, no. Yeah. No. That's just, no. Like. <laughs> that's not even the right, like, yeah, that's that's not even the right, like, time period or, like, style. Yeah. Um, The Bee Gees. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Is disco dad rock, though? Like, er, the early, like, the Beach Boys Bee Gees, like, the weird early Bee Gees stuff. If you're like roping in the Beach Boys type stuff, type sound into dad rock, which I think is probably debatable. Yeah. Then maybe. Um, but is like the disco Bee Gees? I think like I, of disco, the Bee Gees is the the most like dad rock of disco. Yeah. That I can think of. Well, yeah, of, I mean, Donna but... Summer certainly is not. Yeah. Um, but like. I'm yeah. voting no. It, it's like on the line for me. I could, I could, I could uh, entertain the argument here, um, but I don't feel strongly about it. Uh, Spoon. This is just I. I don't listen to Spoon, so I can't. I can't vote. On I this. haven't listened that much to Spoon, but um, my my best work friend. Um, her dad regularly w- makes fun of her for liking the band Spoon by saying, are you listening to Fork? And I just feel like if dads are making Fork jokes about Spoon, it just isn't then dad it's not, Like It's not dad rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Strong evidence there. Um, the Killers. This mm. For what? A, a, a dad with a, like, six-year-old? <laughs> yeah. No, the killers is like, the killers is like indie. Yeah, yeah. I I don't see it. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um. Generally not that big of a fan of the killers, but their their new album I did enjoy. Um. That's a a thing that I know will be slightly contentious. Lots and lots of people uh, who listen to this network love the killers. Um. Band of horses. I don't really know this band that well. Neither do I. Yeah. I, they don't feel, they don't seem that dad rock to me from like Judging what little from the, I've seen, but. From the name, I'm going to say yes. Just from the name alone. Yeah. Know nothing about their music. Uh, My Morning Jacket. That's, a, I, I haven't listened to a lot of My Morning Jacket. Yeah. I, I listened to, to um, the Jim James solo album once. Um, or the, I guess there are multiple now, but um, it was, it was kind of like. It, it was kind of dad rock. Um, yeah. I mean, it was very like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to abstain. Yeah. I don't have strong feelings. I've not he- heard that much. This band, I don't think I've ever even heard of. The War on Drugs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've heard of them. Um, That's like, uh, again, I, I'm like... I'm kind of like telling on myself here that I don't, 
I like don't listen to enough current music. Yeah. Um, I know of the war on drugs. I've never actually, I think I listened to uh, one of their albums once and just completely forgot it. Now, one um, thing, maybe but it they're... is like that guitar, like driven. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think that's like that, like post psychedelic, like, um, guitar driven like rock thing i don't know if it's dead rock yeah the other thing maybe they're just saving the best for last because we're only on 13 of 40 right now but two Mm. different ones have mentioned that they are influenced by bruce springsteen and like don't you just mean that they're influenced by dad rock (laughs) (laughs) like why wouldn't you start this article with bruce springsteen if you're gonna have multiple ones be like influenced by bruce springsteen yeah, like, oh, here's the quintessential, like, yeah. dad rock albums. Um, Pearl Jam. I can mm. see this one. Is grunge dad rock? I mean, the thing about Pearl Jam is they're, they are kind of some dad rock grunge. They're the They're closest. not Nirvana, you know? I think Pearl Jam was the, like, definitely the grunge band that, um, well, Foo Fighters is, like, I would call post-grunge. Um see how much I hate music critics and their stupid genre labels. Uh, Foo Fighters is post-grunge, not grunge. Um, uh, aside from Foo Fighters, I would, I would say Pearl Jam is the, the like grunge, the band from that scene that like survived long enough to just like fully revert or to more like completely revert into like, Oh yeah. The thing that bands do where it's like, Oh yeah, we're like, you know, we're getting older we're running out of ideas. Let's just like play the music that we liked when we were young. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, well, okay. You're just playing like classic Rocky now. Um, um, nothing gets Pearl Jam though. Yeah. Um, but like Eddie Vedder's like solo albums and stuff. I, I think we're probably in that territory. Yeah. The next one is Frank Zappa. This is, this is dad rock to me. Yeah. Yeah. Frank Zappa is like on the, on the borderline, but yeah. We'll throw him in. Paul Simon. Um, I don't think, I, I will say, I don't think Hot Rats is dad rock. It's a little um, bit dad rock. And not as much as some of his other stuff. I will, I will grant you that, but. Yeah, it, but it's like Captain Beefheart dad rock. Like, I think that like a lot of Frank Zappa is dad rock in the way that um, like part of it, what become it, it is assumed in a way where the dads will listen to, to Hot Rats and be like, this is the like way out there one. You know, I think that's, yeah. Yeah. Or just like the dads aren't listening to that, but they're listening to some other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, that's fair. Paul Simon is, is dad rock to me. Yeah. Yeah. My dad fucking loves Paul Simon. Dire Straits. Yeah. yeah I see this one. Oh, mm, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll allow it. Yeah. Um, Billy Joel, extreme dad rock to me. Yeah. 100%. This is like my dad's favorite musician. Yeah, Billy Joel, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. This one's, um, like, kind of an edge case. Like, I was kind of surprised that it came up in the Dad Rock quiz. I don't um, think Fleetwood Mac is enough, like... it. I don't know if the dad... The dadness of Fleetwood Mac is not high enough. Yeah. To, like... It has a little to, more mom energy. Yes. Yeah. Um I I just don't think that the music like supports it. Um 
Although, like, there is some, there's some, there's a lot of common DNA there, but I think Fleetwood Mac is disputed. Yeah. Um, we're only halfway through this list. We're not going to make it. But, oh my God. Uh, David Bowie. No. 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 Just wait, should we like rapid fire <laughs> some? Um, Santana, yes. E- yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Neil Young, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Haim or Ham? I've always the H A I M. I've never actually been positive on how to say no, though. No. Yeah. Uh, I think so, like, yeah, that's fine. No. Yeah. Um, the band. Yes. Yeah. I was listening to the band this morning <laughs> in preparation of this. Um, uh, Little Feet. I will say, I will say the band, um, great band. Um, yeah. highly recommend music from Big Pink. Um, the, the production on that album is fantastic. Um, I, I like it a lot, a lot more than the self-titled. Um, also I'm not really that big of a, a the band fan. Um, but, uh, I listen to them from time to time. Yeah. Um, what was the next one? Little Feet. Yes. Little uh, Feet is almost too far into like the blues. Yeah. Where it's just like in a different category of like blues music. Um, but yes. Uh, Cream. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie Vare. No. No. Uh, the Beatles, yes, I think so. Yeah, I mean, someone's gonna want to yeah. debate this, but yeah, sure, that's yeah. fine. Uh, Led Zeppelin, yes, yes. Uh, Thin Lizzy, yes, yeah. It's a little on the line for me. Uh, Grateful Dead, yes. Um, yeah, I think the like that like mid career Grateful Dead, um. Like Working Man's Dead, stuff like that. That's Dead Rock. Yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan? Oh. Whoop. That's it. Bob, we can't. Yeah. We <laughs> can't. We can't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was trying to get over to my little ultra thing. Thank you for joining us today. Next time we'll be reading Chapter 8 of uh, from Volume 1. You can get the full schedule at xwaraw.io slash putan schedule. If you have questions for us, send them to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. You can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others by becoming a $1 patron of the network at xwaraw.io and listen a week before the public feeds. Or for $5, you get exclusive access to Pop Down Funk, a weekly podcast for Nora uh, and Autumn Roll, a random Funko Pop, and have to watch something from that media franchise. If you like this podcast, please tell a friend. Uh, they can find the free feed at exportaudio slash Puton or by searching Pondering Puton on their podcast app of choice. If you like listening to us talk, we do a lot more of that over at Ghost Divers, which you can find at exportaudio slash Ghost Divers or by searching Ghost Divers on your podcast app of choice. Um, if you're listening to this on Patreon, uh, we are about on Friday is going to be uh, the final discussion episode for Serial Experiments Lane. Um, if you're listening to this in the free feed, uh, that episode is already out. So go listen to it. Uh, also coming up next is Paranoia Agent. And I think we had some pretty good discussions, especially the the second discussion episode for that one. Um you can find the show at Pondering Putan on Twitter or just at Putan on co-host. Uh, you can find me at Foxwomnia on Twitter and co-host. We're going to find you, Connor. Y'all can follow me at uh, Rebelays, R-B-B-L-E-A-S, on Twitter and co-host. And our opening theme is Ningen Nantai by 
Yoshida Takaro, and taking us out today is Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy by Queen. Queen's Dad Rock. Class Passion in the good old fashioned school of love, boy. <laughs>